Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. An event happened this week that made me sad, depressed. It was very personal. It was the death of Vin Scully. Vin Scully was broadcast crack. Well, we've had all the introductions, we've had all the pomp and circumstance, we've had all the fuss and feathers, but it's time, it's time for Dodger Baseball. That was the first hit of Vin Scully broadcast crack. It's time for Dodger Baseball. It was so ingrained that the Dodgers prepared to play their first home game last night since Scully died this week. Dodger manager Dave Roberts took a microphone to the mound, surrounded by all his players. He exhorted the crowd of 50,000 people to shout those five words. Let's go! go. Time for Dodger But another Vinny line has always stuck with me. Pull up a chair and spend part of Tuesday night with us or Sunday afternoon, or whatever it was. Vinny always said that. And that spoke to how long he had been doing it, how great he was for so long, going back 67 years by the end of his broadcast days with the Dodgers. I mean, this goes back, kids, ask your parents, this goes back to when you really did pull up chairs to listen to the radio because it was the broadcast outlet for sports. So bear with me on this Saturday suckage years. I I need to let you lay, let me lay on your couch. I need some therapy. I've been sad since Wednesday, Wednesday, sometimes depressed. I woke up to the death of Vin Scully. He was my idol. He was a teacher. He was a legend. A large part of my youth died Wednesday. I felt depressed since then. He was a soundtrack of, of my life for so long. More so... I might add, than my mom and dad. Probably because when I hear their voices in my head, it probably involves something bad. But hearing Vin, it's always good. Hearing Vin, it's orange Union 76 styrofoam balls on car radio antennas back when cars had antennas. And if you filled up at a Union 76 station, you got a 45 of Vinny calling Sandy Koufax's latest no-hitter. I had all the 45s. I grew up and then grew into adulthood. 
I pursued sports because of Vin Scully. We all wanted to be him, those of us who lived in L.A. When you hear us mock Ron Gleason talking like this, we're doing a bad Ron Gleason, doing a bad Vin Scully. Ron grew up in L.A., I grew up in L.A., we all wanted to be Vinny. We were all influenced by Vinny. Some established their own voices, most notably Al Michaels. Those of us who grew up in L.A., um, raised, we were raised by Vin Scully, and we were mocked elsewhere because people, Dodger fans, took radios to the game in the stadium. You don't know what you're watching. You have to have the announcer tell you what you're seeing. That was the criticism. In fact, they got so bad one time that Vinny had to announce over the radio during a Dodger game to the people listening to the radios during a Dodger game in the stadium to please turn down their radios because it was providing feedback and interfering with a broadcast. But we, we knew what we were watching. We were also taking advantage of every possible moment with the greatest announcer and storyteller in sports and arguably anywhere. Every, every fan base is biased with their announcers. In my case, why wouldn't I want to hear Vinny wherever it was? And in L.A., here's what you got to understand. In L.A., it was unavoidable. Vinny was everywhere. You're dealing with a car-centric city, a sun-loving city. There were drop tops and radios blasting out Dodger baseball at every stoplight. Two and two to Harvey Keene. Vinny was broadcast crack. He did the Dodgers and he did national games. He did the NFL. He called the catch in 1982, Montana to Clark. He did tennis. He did golf. He even hosted a game show. Bob Barker had nothing on Vinny's side gig. Even if you didn't like tennis or golf or care about game shows, you watched. In L.A., you watched. Mostly you listened, really, because it was Vinny. Again, Vinny was broadcast crack. In L.A., you would watch and listen if Vinny read a grocery list. Sure, Andy, I'd be happy to. Well, let's see. We've got a dozen eggs, a quart of milk, a loaf of bread, a can of frozen orange juice, six small white onions, a green pepper, garlic powder, a package of American cheese, pickles, kosher that is, bananas, cornflakes, maple syrup, toothpaste, paper towels, toilet paper, six bars of soap, hot dogs, quarter pound of chopped meat, steak, lamb chops, package of spaghetti, three apples, bologna, cottage cheese, a pound of butter, two ears of corn, beer, ketchup, peanut butter, soy sauce, and a half a pound of coffee. Told you. And he could tell stories. Boy, could he tell stories. The greatest storyteller I ever knew, I ever heard. I was lucky enough to get a half hour of his time. I was afraid to look at him for a while. I was able to write a newspaper article on him that it actually won an award, mostly because I had the spasm of good sense to get out of the way and let Vin Scully tell stories. One story in particular has always jumped up, and I've loved to repeat this, because it explains such professionalism. It explains a realization, a time where you, 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 you know what you're doing, what you are, and how you're going to go about things. People brought radios to game, to games, and, and he, was, he was trying to explain 
how like how sh- short a time a batter has to make a decision on a pitch, you know, swing or no. And he wanted to make his point by involving his audience. And he said, I'll say A and you say B, because that's the millisecond of time a batter has to decide. So Vinny says A, and he thinks he's talking to everyone listening at home or in the car, or everyone who pulled up a chair and spent part of Tuesday evening with him. Some fans in the stadium, however, say B. And then as the at-bat keeps going, Vinny says A, says it again. And more people in the stadium shout B. See, Vinny says, that's pretty quick. And then he does it again. He says A. And almost all of Dodger Stadium rattles with B. And the phone rings in the broadcast booth. He, he hears, the hell are you doing up there? Well, the call did not come from an O'Malley or some executive suite. Vinny says the call came from the dugout and manager Walter Alston. What the hell are you doing up there? By the way, broadcast strength. All you idiots who want to blame announcers for jinxing pitchers who are throwing a no-hitter, I want you to get a load of the legend, the greatest. Here he is opening the ninth inning of a notable game being thrown by Sandy Koufax against your Chicago Cubs. Three times in his sensational career has Sandy Koufax walked out to the mound to pitch a fateful ninth where he turned in a no-hitter. But tonight, September the 9th, 1965, he made the toughest walk of his career, I'm sure, because through eight innings, he has pitched a perfect game. He has struck out 11. He has retired 24 consecutive batters. So did it jinx Sandy Koufax, as as critics would claim? Well, here's how Vinny ended the broadcast. It is 9.46 p.m., two and two to Harvey Keene, one strike away. Sandy into his windup. Here's the pitch. Swung out and missed a perfect game. Maybe he didn't jinx it after all. By the way, uh, if Professor Lawrence Holmes of the Smash, Bernstein, and Holmes Midday Show, if Professor Holmes wanted to, he could spend a lecture, an entire lecture, maybe a week, in his broadcasting class, telling his students, teaching his students, walking his students through Vin Scully's ninth inning. Vin Scully's storytelling was artful. He provided a broadcast lesson for the ages. He was so influential for me. There was a a lyricism about his voice and his words and an economy with his words. He knew when to shut up. And then he delivered a, a moment's defining line. You heard it. Called the Gibson home run. 10, 12 seconds of silence as the crowd filled in. And he said, in a season so improbable, the impossible has happened. But actually, the line of the at-bat for me came before the at-bat. When he had set the stage for Gibson not even being in the dugout, would he be available with knee injury, ankle injury? And he casually says, and look who's coming up. 
That ball is a high drive into deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is So let me break that down for you. That was Aaron breaking Babe Ruth's record. That was number 715. He described the home run, Vinny did, over Buckner's head into the dugout, uh, into the bullpen. And there were about 24 seconds of silence. Vinny laid out. The pandemonium poured through the screen, the microphone, whatever you were listening, however you were taking it in. And then he delivered the perfect summation. That's what he did. That was That's a brilliant ability to tell a story. It's not what you say. It's what you don't say, in addition to how you say it. Among the thousands and thousands of tweets, noting what Vinny meant to a lot of people, what he meant to the profession, a tweet came from Rob Beer Temple, who covers the Pirates for The Athletic, and previously either the Post-Gazette or the Press, I can't remember which. And his tweet said this, Years ago, I went to pregame mass at Dodger Stadium. I volunteered to do one of the two readings, and the priest said, Would you mind if the guy behind you did the first reading? Turned around, and Vin Scully was smiling at me. That voice reading Old Testament was wonderful. What a great memory. Vinny was a religious man. He went to church every Sunday. He also went to Temple a lot in the mid-1960s. Trust me, I know. He went to Temple on high holidays, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, in the form of a transistor radio. Parents, explain it to your kids, sort of the iPod of the day. Parents, you also need to explain that World Series games used to be played exclusively during the day. And in the mid-60s, the Dodgers went to the World Series in 63, 65, and 66. Yankees, Twins, Orioles. Those day games came in late September, early October. Inevitably, they overlapped with the Jewish high holidays. Rather famously, if you recall, Sandy Koufax elected not to pitch on Yom Kippur. The Dodgers played. And so, congregants slipped these small, square transistor radios into their suit pockets and snaked an earphone up to listen to Vinny. This is, getting, this is known as getting an early start on atoning for your sins. It became so ubiquitous, <laughs> this, open seas, this open secret in Temple, that Rabbi Goodman walked onto the bima after one of the prayers and announced for the few lacking electronic help from their higher power, which in that case was a 9-volt battery, that the Dodgers were leading after four. 
I could go on. But you get the point. Thanks for listening. Thanks for letting me get this out. Thanks for radiotherapy. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.